How's it going, everybody? We're back at it again. Episode 51 of the podcast. If you haven't yet, make sure you subscribe, whatever platform it is that you listen on. Leave a review if you haven't, and uh, follow along on social media. My guest today is a former UFC light heavyweight contender. He's now about to make his debut in Bellator in the light heavyweight Grand Prix tournament, which, by the way, is fucking badass. If you're into MMA, this is what we've all been waiting for. And that light heavyweight division at Bellator is stacked beyond belief. He's also a business partner of mine in action, which is a sponsor of this podcast that if you go to drinkaction.com and you use code word rumble, you'll get 15% off. And if you sign up for a subscription, you'll get 20% off. Make sure you get rumbles, specialty roast coffee, rumble time, and grab some apparel. There's some hats still available, some shirts, and uh, there's going to be some new stuff coming as well. Drinkaction.com. Give it up for my guest, Anthony Rumble Johnson. That come in like the gift bag when you did the sumo match and shit or no no just you know just i got it out you know just laying around just wanted to show you guys that you know i'm just living kind of lavish right now <laughs> <laughs> oh man it's always good to catch yeah, up with you yeah man i just got in from training so you know got to get comfortable it's crazy to think it's been almost a year since you were on what was at the time the second episode of this podcast Really? It's been that long? It's been that long. Yeah, it's been like 10, 11 months. Time flies. I know, man. So much has happened. So you mentioned, uh, you know, just wrapping up training. Four years. It, it's going to be here coming up in April, right? Yeah. Um, training is good, man. I feel great. Um, I'm like 218, 219 right now, which is the lowest I've ever been getting ready for a fight um my cardio isn't bad at all i'm running i'm getting in my rounds today was the first time i did four rounds of sparring um which you know i've been doing three and i've just you know got to build yourself up and uh i'm still wrestling grappling sparring um i'm doing my usual thing man you know i i, I know that you know, I understand that I'm older, so I have to take my time. You know, I'm not trying to rush it like I was when I was, you know, 32, 33 years old. Uh, but it's good. Everything's going good. I've heard a lot of people talking about, you know, hey, I'm getting away from sparring, right? It's kind of, I don't know if it's like the sexy thing to say. And I guess I can, I can understand the logic behind it, right? You get so many shots to the head, but you can't duplicate getting ready for physical combat without actually practicing physical combat. Yeah. Um, right now I spar once a week and I get in my work, you know, while I'm training other ways <clears throat> that way, you know, I don't take as many headshots. I don't get hit much in training anyway. You know, um, when you're at a certain level, you, you just shouldn't get, I believe you shouldn't get hit that much if you're at a certain level, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, my teammates are great, but 
whenever we spar, <laughs> you know, we, we spar. <laughs> so they don't just run in on me like they probably do each other, you know? Yeah. Um, they definitely respect me and I respect them too. I don't try and take them out, but I, I will go hard, you know? Um, but it's, it, everything's good. Everything's safe. I haven't had any injuries, you know? Um, if I had an injury, it was more like, let me see, my, my tired. That's, that's about deep as it gets for me. You know, my elbow may be tired. I mean, I, yeah, nothing's hurting. Nothing's hurting, dude. Like everything's clicking. Everything's going pretty good for me. And, uh, I have no complaints about it. None. That's awesome. Are you guys going to be able to have fans at the arena? No. Not yet? Nope. Not yet. And I'm glad. I'm actually glad because, man, this, you know, the virus is real. It's very real, you know. And I'm glad that the organization is thinking of its fighters and its employees and stuff instead of thinking of, you know, the money behind it if the fans get to come around, you know. Why put, you know, their athletes in that, situation you know um if you know other organizations want to do that that's fine but i'm glad at least bellator is not doing that you know and i hope they don't do it for a while because you know i've seen what that virus can do to people you know and it's, it's real so I, I have to thank bellator for protecting us for sure mm-hmm have you ever, I imagine you haven't had a fight in your career where it's been empty like that. Am I wrong? No, I've never fought in an empty arena. It would be very different for me, you know? Um, but it also may be, it could be a good thing. Just because it's different doesn't mean that it's a bad thing. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll probably focus more because I don't have the crowd behind me, you know, because you, you can get gassed up. When, the, when you hear, hear the child, the crowd, you know, chanting and screaming and all of that stuff. So it, it may be different. I can pay attention to my coaches more. I can, I can hear them speak to me now. Yeah. So, uh, and I could before, but obviously now it's a different story. I get to hear them, them actually loud and clear instead of hearing, you know, Joe Schmo on the other side of the octagon screaming, you know, beat his ass or, you know, smash his face. You know, I don't have to hear that now. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm kind of glad that, you know, we get to go in there and do our thing. Cause to me, whenever it's that quiet, it sounds better because when, when you're watching it from home, you can hear those, those kicks, you can hear those punches. You know what I mean? It's, it's brutal. It's a lot. Now people understand <laughs> how, how tough it is and how hard it is, you know? And it's loud, so it's not like you and just imagine the ones that you hear with the crowd mm. still screaming. It sounds probably a thousand times worse now. Mm. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see how how it goes. Yeah, it's funny you say that. I mean, I, that was exactly where my head was going. Being that, I mean, you've got a, a ton of experience under your belt. It's certainly, I'm sure, going to be a familiar feeling, albeit a little bit different. I'm like, you know, I wonder if that lack of a crowd will actually be a benefit to you being that it's your first fight back where you don't have to deal with all of that other crap. It's just like, I can go in there and focus on what my training's been. 
and just get the job done because it's not going to be too big of a moment. I think some guys probably coming in out of the, you know, their first fight, they need that crowd to get them their themselves hyped. You know what I mean? But it's just like, you've been there before it, you know, it, it may actually calm you down to a place where you can focus in the right way, but. Yeah. I mean, either way, I'm going to punch you with a crowd. <laughs> or no crowd you know what I mean? So I do appreciate the fans being there. You know, I, I do love, you know, showing my talents, you know, to the crowd and getting getting them excited, you know. But right now, to me, it's about it's about us and what you know we can do and what we have to offer without all of that, so people can really see and pay attention to what we do. So, I know you're doing a lot of stuff outside of the ring as well. You know, yeah. obviously with Action Coffee, I know you've got the consulting business as well. You know. How is that managing business with the fight business? And at what, I mean, is that, is this whole thing, is that something that you've always been aware of throughout your career? Or is this something as you've gotten older, kind of more mature and wiser about that you've put more of a focus behind kind of building out Rumble as a, as a brand and as a businessman, as an entrepreneur to sustain yourself when the fighting career is over? Um, I, I've always wanted to be in business. I've always wanted to be in business. Every Nobody can say they haven't wanted to be a boss at some point in their life. You know, everybody that's, that has a job has always said, man, I wish I could be my own boss or something, you know? The same thing. You know, they had the same mentality I had. Same, they said the same thing I said, thought, had the same thoughts I had. Um, I'm, I, I saw an opportunity and I guess I took it, you know? Um, I've been very, uh, very blessed to have met, you know, you and other people in, in business and developed a good relationship with them. And I'm very uh, blessed that people still, you know, they still trust me. They still believe in me and they know that I'm not just some, some, some little punk trying to take advantage of them. Like I'm willing to work and, uh, and make it happen you know, and willing to work with people, you know, as long as it's for the right cause. So having an opportunity to, you know, work with, you know, you and Action and uh, my guys with Romotime Consultants and, you know, Julie and I starting Romotime Media, you know, um, we have with the, with the, um, the cannabis stuff, we have Romotime Holdings. So we're, we, we have a, a lot of stuff going on and, you know, I, I never imagined it would be in the line of work that <laughs> it is now. You know, I, I just imagine it would be anything but that. You know what I'm saying? But the fact that I have these opportunities, man, I, I'm truly blessed and 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 happy that, you know, I've I've taken the chance to uh actually grow as an individual and do and do things that can uh set my future up to be very, very bright and lucrative. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I could say that. Would you ever consider, or do you have a passion for when the fighting's over, staying involved in that game and whether it be as a coach or, you know, in that type of coach. capacity or? I won't coach. I know I won't coach. I don't have the patience. I really have zero patience when it comes to teaching people like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. At least not beginners. 
I don't have beginners. I'll take somebody who is a little seasoned already and then try and critique them and make them better. You know what I mean? But I can't, I can't go from bottom and work my way up. Cause I'll, I'll get mad because I'm like, yo, I just showed you how to kick 20 times. <laughs> you still so got it wrong. That's you interesting. Know? Yeah. I mean, is that, a, so is that a patience thing? And do you notice that across like all aspects of your life or is, is part of that too? Because like you hear guys like Michael Jordan too, right? It's like when you're so good at something, it's hard to have patience for something that comes so easy to you where yeah. it might not come easy for somebody else. I mean, it. Um, and just because I'm a good fighter doesn't mean I'll be a good coach. And I know that once again, you know, I kind of think of, you know, these NFL coaches and stuff like Bill Belichick, don't nobody remember him in the NFL, but he's a hell of a coach. You know his name now, you know? So he was, he was a true student of the game, you know, and, and capitalized on it. And look, look, look at his legacy now. You know what I mean? I can't do that. I, I, I won't. I can't. It's just, it won't happen. Not even close. Yeah. But I, 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 I salute the guys who can do that, you know, because um, not everybody's made for that. There's certainly, it's a skill. I mean, it's obvious too. I mean, even looking at Sanford, right? Every time I tune into a fight, there's two or three guys on the card from Sanford, and more often than not, two or three guys are winning a fight from Sanford. I mean, this last weekend, I was a hell of a performance by Derek, right? And it's just like, yeah, and his Derek, whole career seems like it's taken a complete different trajectory ever since he's landed down there at that gym. You know, sometimes you need a change, and apparently he, that's what he needed. You know, and I'm glad he's a part of the team. Derek is, you know, when you see him fight, he, he you underestimate him. You know, he, sometimes he just looks kind of like, uh, he won't do much and then bam, he'll catch you. You know what I mean? Or he'll put you on your back, take you down. So, but De Derek sneaks up on people, man. And he's a hell of a fighter, hell of a man, hell of an athlete. I, I love him. I love him. The whole package of Derek, I think he's dope. Mm-hmm. I want to go back to, you know, you mentioned you never thought in a million years that you'd be in the industry that you're in right now from a cannabis perspective, I'm assuming is kind of where you're going with that. Going through your career, did you consume during the, during your career, even from a medicinal standpoint? And if so, I mean, how has that changed for you? And, and I guess even going up into the, you know, the, last couple of weeks of this fight, does your consumption change? Like how, can you walk me through what that's like? Because I mean, it's, it's obviously evolved a hell of a lot since you first started fighting as far as the rules. Cannabis wasn't something I, I, I was into. You know, I've always believed in just, it was bad, you know, nobody, it was against the law, you know? So I was, I was, I've always been afraid of, getting popped with drugs of some sort, you know? You know how you, you grow up and there's dare, you know, <laughs> keeping kids, you know, that, that type of stuff. And, you know, my grandparents, it didn't matter what it was, it was dope. You know what I mean? It could be the smallest thing, it's always dope. And uh, just, you know, knowing what drugs, even though I don't consider cannabis a drug, 
you know, I was just afraid of it because I've seen what it can do to a family, just drugs overall. So I just affiliated all of that into, you know, together in one ball. And uh, sometimes, you know, during my career, I think probably when I hit about 31, 32, I probably would, I probably smoked over that period of time, two times, you know, just to do it. But then once I retired and then <laughs> I was on the couch and I started hitting, hitting, hitting it a little bit. <laughs> I was like, you know, this ain't bad. I feel good. I feel I'm lightheaded. My body feels good. I'm sleeping better. You know, I get to relax. I just grew to love it, you know? And I, you know, it, it just, I was like, this is something that helps you. It doesn't harm you. You know, um, too much of anything can harm you, but this is just the medicine of a lifetime for anybody, you know, anybody and everybody. And um, I just kept doing it because it made me feel better. I would sleep better. Um, sometimes I would do edibles and I sleep like a rock, you know, because I'm the type of guy that <clears throat> if I sleep for an hour or two and I wake up, I'm up. Not gonna fall asleep at 10 o'clock, I'll wake up by 12. I'm up until four or five in the morning. So it helps me, it helps me sleep. But um, since I've been getting ready for this fight, I officially stopped smoking on my birthday, March 6th. So I haven't touched it or anything since March 6th. And I can tell the difference. Oh, just after a, a few days of not smoking, I can tell a difference with my lungs instantly. You know? See, I, that's interesting as you say that. And like, appreciate you being honest about that too. Cause I think a lot of times people want to dismiss, you know, something because they, there's net benefit. They don't want to, you know, talk on something in a negative way. So then they kind of like pretend like that shit isn't real, but you notice a, a big difference, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't, for me, I, I've uh, like in college, I know one time I've, I smoked one time with my guys. We hotboxed with my boys, you know, Tahoe one time. And it was just, it was like five or six of us in there. And it was like, you know, you went, as soon as you open up the door, you just seen <laughs> this cloud of smoke just come out. And we had so much fun. And we were in great shape. You know, you're 18, 19 years old, you're in college, you're wrestling, you're, you know, you're feeling like you're full of everything, full of life, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, the next day we went in and we wrestled. And when I say that was the best I probably ever felt, you know, I was, all of us were like, man, I feel better. I feel like my cardio just went to another level. My lungs felt refreshed. Like we had a great time. So I like it, it there's so many benefits to this stuff, but if you want to really elevate in what you're doing, as far as having to use your body, I don't recommend smoking it every single day. You will get, you will get, you can tell a difference. <laughs> you will be trying to catch some your air. You know what I'm saying? Your breath a little bit. So I'm going to say something and anybody that's got like a medical background or scientific background is probably going to laugh their ass off and call me stupid. But so a couple times that I've stopped smoking, one time in particular, I was trying to pass a drug test a few years back 
And uh, I probably had stopped for two weeks and was doing like seriously heavy cardio. And over that two weeks, every time I would do the cardio, I felt like I actually was getting high. And almost as if like I was activating THC that was stored somewhere in my body. Like I was getting into some like psycho space where I felt borderline buzzed out of my mind. Were you, I want to say maybe you had a little bit more fat on you. So maybe it was in THC was stored in your fat, but that sounds dumb. I, that's, and that's, that's kind of where I'm going, man. Like, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm a, I was, a, I was and am a fairly heavy smoker. So, you know, it, it's possible. I mean, I've never had a whole lot of body fat, but it was like clockwork. It, it was like a euphoric feeling every time I get done doing cardio for like a half hour. And I was like, man, like, I feel like kind of like I just got done smoking weed, but I don't know. Maybe it was just psychological, but maybe, maybe I wish I had an answer for you, even though you didn't ask me a question, you know, but (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Trust me. That's a kind answer. People that are listening to this are going to be like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? (laughs) He's high right now. Yeah, man, this is, uh, it, it's, it's, it can definitely help you, <clears throat> um, but too much of anything can definitely harm you, you know, you have to use this for what is, for what is supposed to be used for, you know, you want to relax and kick back, get you a, get you a nice little hybrid, you know what I'm saying, do that, you know, it can be sativa or indica dominant, but get you a nice little hybrid, you truly want to go to sleep, get, get an indica, it'll, it'll, it'll do its job, you know, if you want to, have an upper, you know, get a sativa and, you know, you may, you probably can go out and have a little bit more fun, but that buzz is going to be kind of nice too, you know? So you got to pick and choose which route you want to go. Are you familiar with the TV show uh, Hamilton's Pharmacopia? No. Is it on Netflix? It's, um, so it's on, it's on uh, Vice. So the Vice Network. I watch Netflix all the time, dude. I don't even watch cable TV. I like to do this so much that goes on in the real world. I get my information from Instagram, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm going to find a clip. I'm going to find a clip of it. One of these nights that you wake up and can't back to, get back to sleep, you're going to watch it. So this dude, I won't, I won't go down the, the long version, but ultimately he's like a psychonaut. So he's a, a researcher, younger dude, who explores all kinds of different psychedelic substances so everything from thc to dmt to um you know different types of peyote and lsd and all this stuff and he talks about it in a sense of like scientific and how it affects the human body and kind of the benefits and detriments it's a it's a series they're like little 30 minute episodes but he dives into all uh even like the toad so the people that would do the um the desert toad but uh I did toad. I did toad. You know, um, uh, <laughs> it was uh, <laughs> it was different, <laughs> super different. Um, it's scary. If the first time you do it, it's scary. You know, the individual I did it with. You know, I'm not gonna say any names. You know, he's a well known athlete i'm i'm just not that type of guy to drop names but we did it and 
you know, all this, you know, you, you go into, what it, uh, quantum realm or something like that. I don't think I went there. You know what I mean? I went far left. I was, you know, it's one of those things where you got to be comfortable with who you are. You, um, you just have to be careful because you can go left or you can go right with it. You know, you're not going down the damn middle, that's for sure. You know, um, if you have some demons built up or if you have some troubles in your life, I think that'll bring it out. You know, it just depends on who you are, who you are and how you, how your brain is already, how it's already wired. You know what I mean? Mm. Maybe it could be where you are in life. I just think when you do that, you got to be super comfortable with whatever results you get. And for me, <clears throat> for me, it was, I did it. I, sorry, my dog is over here eating and choking on her food. She, she's something special. But, uh, but uh, I, I did it, dude. And, and I still did it wrong. And I still, I still got like up there. You know what I mean? I was so far up there. Up there so far, I had never been that high up before, you know? Mm. And I did it, and probably within 10 seconds, I ran outside, threw up, and I remember leaning up against his house. And I know I had my arms locked out, you know, leaning up against his house, but it felt like I was like this, you know what I'm saying? This close to the house. And I just, I stood there for about two or three minutes, gathered myself, and I went and sat back by the pool where we were at. And uh, dude, I just sat there slumped over and everything that probably was in the back of my mind that wasn't okay, things that bothered me, I think, growing up and things that's probably still bothering me now from childhood stuff, it just, it kind of hit me. And um, to me, it just wasn't the best experience. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. my brain started, started thinking um, wrong, started going left. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Started thinking of the demons and the stuff that I had questions about whenever I was a kid. Because plain and simple, you know, my mom, my mom was a drug addict. So, and I was adopted by my grandparents, which they saved my life. And I give credit to my mom too, because she didn't have to let that happen at the same time. But whenever you, and drugs, you know, broke up my family growing up, you know? So mom, mom was a drug addict, dad's an alcoholic. So when I did that, I had a lot of questions and I had a lot of things that bothered me along the way growing up and a lot of things happened along the, you know, growing up too. And, um, whenever I did it, dude, it just, I was scared. I was, I was scared because I'm like, man, am I going to get hooked on this stuff? You know, knowing the fact that my mom was a drug addict, I'm like, I could easily get caught up in some shit, mm -hmm. you know, genetically I can go left. Well, I can go really left, but I thank God I went right. <laughs> so whenever I did it, 
I I had all of those thoughts in my head from, you know, my mom being on drugs. Uh, my dad, that he didn't even enter my brain with the whole thing, but my mom and drugs and all that stuff just started slamming me while I was like sitting there slumped over, you know, just, I was just in another, I was someplace else that to me, it just wasn't a good spot. So I don't think I ever do that again. So whenever somebody does it, they need to make sure they're, they are comfortable with who they are and where they are in life. Yeah, I, I don't have any experience with DMT or toad or anything like that. It's certainly something that I would love to experience, but have I've heard that from multiple people who've experienced it and I've read it. I mean, I've had some pretty heavy mushroom trips where I feel like I've come out the other side of it changed in some way, shape or form with the way that I view things. And even ways that I view myself and how I've handled past situations, like I don't feel like I would have ever thought about them unless I was in those states and like had the opportunity to kind of be honest with myself. And then I've retained that knowledge coming out of it. But I can certainly see where too much of that, especially if you've got some things that you haven't quite grappled with completely in the back of your mind. And then it's, it hits you at a point in time where you don't even really have the capacity to try to fucking deal with it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, dude. So yeah. Yeah, that's what Toad did to me. And I was like, man, I, I don't know if I ever want to do that again. You know, I, I'll stick to weed overall. I'll stick to that. I can still control it, control myself. Doing Toad was just another level. And I'm fine with staying with you. You know, it doesn't, hey, you do the other stuff, that's on you. That's what you prefer. That's your vibe. I'm, I'm with that. It's just not for me. You know what I'm saying? So if somebody be like, you want to do Toad, I'm going to say no. If somebody say you want to smoke something and smoke this weed, I'll probably be like, yeah, but what kind is it? You know, <laughs> that's it. So I take weed over Toad any day. <laughs> Now I can vouch for that. And you will, and he will ask what it is too. Cause you asked me last time we were together in Texas, you're like, what, what is this? I got to, man. I don't, you know, you just don't put your mouth on anything. You know? <laughs> Most definitely. It was good though. It was good. It was good. It was good. It wasn't bad. Yeah. I, I think now my, my favorite, uh, weed is, uh, amnesia. Have you had that? I haven't. Amnesia and um, uh, cherry poison. Those two, cherry poison was, I had that from Vegas. And when I had that, I hit it one time and I was like, oof. Just one time, dude. It, it was, it sent me so high up in the clouds. I was, I left me speechless. I haven't found it since. Really? You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it was good. And then my boy, uh, Jesus, the jeweler, he's a part of, you know, Roman time uh, consultants and stuff. He worked at a, at a grow in, um, in Vegas and he, he would mix, you know, diamond and weed and everything together in a blunt at the end of the day, everything he had left over, he would just pack it into a blunt. And when I say he, that man knows what he's doing. (laughs) He knows what he's doing. He, He had me, to the point where I hit that thing one time and I was like, you can have it. I don't really say that to, to about weed at all, but his stuff, I was like, dude, I'm not, I'm, and he was fine. 
He was yeah. fine. That was his. That was his thing. But to me, I was like, dude, don't ever bring this to me again. It was that strong, you know. And I, I feel like, I feel like I, I can really hold my own. You know what I'm saying? But he, <laughs> he made me feel like a rookie that day, dude. So there's some good stuff out there, man. You know. Hopefully, uh, everybody likes my 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 product. You know, Rumble Kush. You know, because I'm coming out with that. And um, I got to give you some too, man, you know? And by the way, my partners want to do a collab with, with Action, Coffee and Cannabis. Let's fucking do it, man. Let's do it. So we definitely got to have a, definitely got to have a, uh, a meeting and get some stuff going because Jesus knows how to, how to mix and mingle with that stuff. So we all got to get on the phone, man, and make it happen. Most definitely. I would, I would love to. I, there's so much big stuff coming. I'd be remiss to not bring it up. You know, I certainly, I hate being a self promoter, but at the end of the day, when you have products in a business like we have, it's, you gotta, you gotta share it. And I think if anybody drinks coffee and you haven't tried rumble time specialty coffee, I mean, legit, like I was big on ambitious and I was never a coffee drinker. So for anybody that doesn't know rumble and I are partners together in action, specialty coffee, natural supplements, and we developed rumble time, specialty roast, which is kind of like a mix between like a dark and a medium roast coffee, kind of the best of both worlds, which, I mean, like I said, I was not a co- I was an energy drink guy. And, you know, part of me feels like I have that to blame for a gut problem that I've been dealing with. That's fucking wreaking all kinds of havoc on my health for the last two years. And I um, actually, it's funny. I had a conversation briefly with Mike Dolce. And he kind of was like, look, man, all, all the rock stars and Red Bulls that you fucking drank, all that artificial sweetener in there at the levels that you were drinking them quite possibly destroyed your gut flora and has caused Probably. you to have a lot of, a lot of issues. So trying to work through it. So like the whole coffee thing happened at the right time, but the rumble time blend is like by far my favorite. We've got it in the office. And there's a couple of other, there's a paving company next door. And I've got people that literally come over and they're like, yeah, we're just coming over to grab some coffee this morning. <laughs> yeah. I had a, I have a friend. Um, his name is Patrick. <clears throat> he's a butcher for uh, Whole Foods. You know, he's like, dude, I, I'm at work at like four or five in the morning. Right. So he was like, I want to try your coffee. So he ordered it. You know, he's, he's local right here in Florida. He tried it and he was like, and I told him, I said, let me know what you think about it. You know, give me your, your, your honest opinion. I don't care if it's bad, just give it to me. Like, I need to know this is my product. I want to know how you feel about it. That way I can critique it, tell my guys we can make this the best product possible. You know, the whole nine. Mm-hmm. And I was serious about that. Man, he, he, he drank it and he was like, yo, he was like, I love it. And then he said, I ran out and then I ended up getting some coffee from someplace else. He said, now the coffee that I used to like makes my stomach hurt. <laughs> so he was like, I gotta, I gotta stick with what you have now. I said, that's because the shit that you was drinking had all those chemicals and stuff. And our stuff is so clean. I, and I didn't tell him, I didn't say it was perfect. I just said it's clean. Yeah, It's good quality coffee. It's not that other bullshit that people are buying and I didn't say any names or nothing like that you know what I mean he didn't even drop any names or anything like that he said 
he had his coffee that he usually gets and it was, you know, some shit that is supposed to be good quality coffee. Yep. And he can he said, I can seriously tell the difference between your coffee and this other stuff. And your coffee is seriously better. You know, when you hear that from a guy who had nothing to do with, didn't even think about getting the product until recently. And he says that out of the blue to you, it makes you feel good. It makes you want to keep pushing, makes you proud of the product, makes mm-hmm. you proud of your, 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 your partners. It, it, the whole overall package, man, it made me proud of everything. So I'm, I'm super happy. By the way, I told him the next bag was on us. get us get us get us the address and and we'll make sure we hook them up with some good stuff because i love hearing that right and and you nailed it dude it's coffee's it's a there's a lot of people in the space and you know a lot of companies that come and go it's uh it's but it's one of those things like everybody drinks it every single morning and it's it's funny because i remember that was similar to the conversation that we had it was i sent you some coffee you drank it i'm sure you enjoyed it but you had the same mindset you're like oh i'm out Oh, let me run to the store and I'll go grab some coffee. And then it's just like, once you tried that first cup of the other coffee again, it's just like, oh yeah. shit. Like I, I didn't realize how important it is. And I think the key for us is like trying to really vocalize the subscription because I've been bummed out when I've had people that are like, yeah, I ran out and then I went to order it, but I needed coffee right away. And then I was miserable for a month. So it's like, get on board, sign up for the subscription and trying to make things as easy for people as possible. But yeah. dude, I love, I love hearing that. It's, and yeah, it's been a big, people hit me up too. They say, yeah, man, I ran out, <laughs> you know, I had to place another order. And when, when I hear that alone, I'm like, thank you. You know what I'm saying? Not even from a, not even from a, a business standpoint, cause you know, obviously we make money off of it, but the fact that they truly enjoy it, that makes me super happy, you know? Mm-hmm. We, our our name is behind that you know and i hold us to high standards so for them to want to come back and still deal with us to that to me that makes me feel like we're just getting better and better our standards are getting higher and higher when it comes to the product yeah you know and i don't believe in i wouldn't back it if it was crappy you know, if I was younger, I would have been like, yeah, let's do a company. I get an opportunity. Let's just do something and make some uh, money. But now since I'm older, I'm like, this is actually a good product. Well, you know what I'm as- saying? aside from the fact that you're cool as fuck and we enjoy you and, you know, you're a big coffee drinker and like all the other reasons why we obviously love being partners with you. I said the best benefit is I'm like, Rumble is as honest as they can possibly be. And he'll fucking tell you exactly what's on his mind. So when shit ain't working and the coffee sucks, he's going to tell you, Hey, bro, this coffee sucks, man. So I was like, we've got literally the best critic possible. Cause to your point, I mean, it's, it's funny in a way, like I'm joking half-heartedly, but we do live in a society where people just attach themselves to things because it's like, Oh, well I got to fill that bucket. Yeah. Check. Awesome. And it's like, they probably didn't even try it. They probably don't even drink it. You know what I mean? So that it says something. And I think the way we're trying to go about building this brand, it's been a challenge in COVID circumstances, you know, trying to get out, get it in front of people, get people 
engaged. You know, I know you've done some meet and greets down at the Modern Rose, who carries yeah. Rumble Time, you know, as well, Rumble and are open in another location. Emilio loves it, you know. Um, he, yeah, Emilio wants it all the time. Mm -hmm. He he loves it, man. So I think uh, once it gets out there even more, people will see the difference. They, they have no choice once they try it. They'll notice. And I haven't, I think, out of all of my friends that have tried it, I had one that said um, her mom kind of got, you know, the jitters a little bit, but I was like, your mom's like 80 years old. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> it, 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 it is different. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she has a different <laughs> system than these younger kids, you know, and middle-aged people. So, but other than that, I, it was nine out of 10 was like, this is, this is good. And I asked, and I said the same thing to them. Let me know your honest opinion. Mm -hmm. Don't try and tell me it's good because we're friends. Don't try and tell me it's good just because you want to be nice. Like, if it's shit, tell me it's shit. You know what I'm saying? Just yep. be honest with me. I won't get mad. I want to know. So please be honest. I, like, beg them to be honest with me. You know what I mean? <laughs> Let me know what's yeah. going on. Because whose face is on the bag? <laughs> Mine. So I, I need to know. Like, tell me. Tell me straight up. If it's bad, I'll let me know because I think it's good. And if you really feel, if the rest of the world feels like it's not that great, then we got to fix it. It's that's very true. Go off of my opinion, we have to go off of society's opinion of it. You know what I mean? And make it work from that point on. So I'm glad that we, you know, everything's doing, doing, going right. You know, Joe is really doing his thing, man. Uh, it's, Joe is with this one. Yeah, he's, he's nailed it. And I give him credit, man. He's, I mean, the, and the differentiator is the fact that it's small batch roasted. So it's, you know, you think about the process of how coffee's roasted, obviously when you start getting to be humongous and you're filling grocery stores, the way that you create that type of scale is you got to mass roast things, but you know, then you've got to figure out ways to save five cents here, five cents there. And it starts to, it, you know, it obviously you sacrifice a little bit on product and overall quality. So yeah, dude, I'm very happy. And then I know we've got some other things coming. Some folks can stay tuned and see a new t-shirt that's going to be launched here uh, in the next couple of weeks. We're still working on it. We're still working on it. Which will be good. It's going to be dope. It's going to be dope. Yes. And uh, I know there's something else that the team wants to run by you as well, as far as a new product. So I'll, uh, I'll make sure they get in touch with Julie on that, on all that stuff, but yeah, it's, uh, the one other thing I wanted to make sure, um, I was, I was like, I can't forget to ask him about this, but that mural, I, I log on Instagram the other day and I'm like, holy fuck, there's like a 15 foot rumble. Is that down in your neck of the woods in, in South Florida? Yeah, it's in, uh, Fort Lauderdale, right off of sunrise. Um, Right where I, when I had my Bentley, it's like right behind it. You know what I mean? Um, my boy, he hit me up. He was like, yo, I'm in town. You know, he's a graffiti artist. Menace, minus, whatever, you know, his name is. That's what he calls himself. Uh, great guy. Great guy. Super talented. Um, he uh, just hit me up. He was like, hey, I want you to come down here. I did something for you. And he sent me a picture and I was like, gotta be shitting me. 
gave me the address, went to go see it, doing this on the back of a, a business on the wall, you know, part of a mural though, but it's a, it's not just me on there. Yeah, there were probably, let's say 10 other artists out there. So it started with me on the right side of the building. And as it went down, there were two guys doing jujitsu. And then it just, it just went down. It was all combat sports going down this wall. Ended with Muhammad Ali and, um, and uh, Bruce Lee. Yeah, he did all when of I that. Say, Dude, no, he didn't do it. But it's every, every artist, every, every sport or okay. every different painting was from a different artist. Awesome. You know gotcha, what I mean? Gotcha. But he did that dude. And he showed, I knew which picture it was. It was my boy, Ryan local actually took the picture for Bellator. And um, I was, I was retaining water for sure compared to now. Cause when he saw me, he was like, yeah, your cheeks aren't the same as they, as it is in the picture. And I remember when I took the picture and all, it, he took the picture in February, probably the beginning of February. And, um, Man, he was spot on, even to the scar on my forehead. He he mm-hmm. nailed it. He nailed it, dude. So I am I'm very honored to have that. You know what I mean? I never once thought that I would have something like that painted up with me. And I've had people paint, you know, or do a drawing before. You know what I mean? Which which I'm grateful for that too. Yeah. But to be on the wall, like that's just not something you think about. You know what I'm saying? It's going to happen to you. So I'm super, super happy about it and super grateful. So it, it was pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know how long it's going to be there, but I hope it's there for years to come. No, that is awesome, man. I, I saw that and I was like, I got to make sure I ask him about that because that was so cool. And, yeah. and I got to say this because you just brought it up. So like, I'll, you mentioned how that photo was taken. You felt like you were retaining some water. I don't know if you've seen there's a, there's a photo online that is, they, I mean, they picked the two perfect photos. It's you at like the peak of bodybuilding. And then yeah, it's a yeah, photo yeah. of you. I think it's somebody <laughs> that you brought in for wrestling and uh, you're like down on your knees. And it was like Anthony Johnson looking, Ooh, yeah. looking super trim for his Bellator debut. I mean, it looks like you're literally a fourth the size of what you were. Well, I was, I am. <laughs> you know, being a bo- trying to be a bodybuilder, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Sorry, dude, my dog is a nah, you're good. She's eat, trying to eat the fence, you know what I mean? She, she's, she's an asshole for no reason, but um, <laughs> but you know, when you're doing bodybuilding, you do what you got to do, yep, you get bloated, you got retain water, you're, you're a legit just jughead, meathead, you know what I mean, and things grow. <laughs> And I was at that point. I was probably 260, dude, at that time. But I was solid. I was pretty solid. Maybe I may not have looked solid compared to my boy Martin Ford that was in the picture with me. He's like 6'6", 6'7", 300 pounds in muscle. You know what I mean? So, but seeing that and then seeing the picture that you're talking about when this guy went, there was a Russian cat. He said he was on the national national wrestling team for Russia, which I have no idea if he was or not, you know what I mean? Um, Cause we did wrestling. It was all right, you know? <laughs> so um, I could, you know, obviously you can see the difference. Yeah. Now that was probably about three weeks ago, two, three weeks ago. And uh, that was, 
think I was about two, 221. So about from 260 down to 221, you can definitely tell the difference. And I'm glad I got it off though. I'm so glad I got it off. I feel, I feel better, I move better, I can breathe. Dude, I would be walking from, you know, my, my, my crib to the parking garage to go to my car and I'd be huffing and puffing. I'd be sweating up a storm, dude. I was like just loaded with vitamins and minerals. That's what I'm gonna call it, you know? Sweating like a dog. Now I'm like, it's not even the same no more. So yeah. I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad I, I've, I'm, I put it like this, I'm, I'm glad that I've seen my worst too at the same time. Mm -hmm. Once I stopped doing all that stuff, I got fat, sloppy, and I was happy with that to an extent. You know, I was really living that retired life, smoking, eating, and doing whatever I wanted to do. And uh, sorry for the noise. This girl got her squeaky toy over here and just going to work. It's all part of it, man. <laughs> I love it. She's <laughs> killing it over here. <laughs> but, you know, um, I'll never get that big again. I never let myself go again. I've seen my worst. I know I'm a better individual than I than what I was back then. Um, and now I'm not even like really dieting. You know what I'm saying? I'm eating clean. That's that's pretty much it. Just eating clean and doing what I gotta do, my cardio and and all of that. If I want a piece of pizza, I'll order a piece of pizza. You know what I mean? I don't care. You know, I've worked hard for that slice of pizza, you know? <laughs> so I want to eat a pie. I'm going to eat a pie, but I also know I'm going to do it that one time and get right back to the program of eating clean, training hard and staying on point. So it's not hard. All these people saying that is they can't do it. They're lying. They don't want to do it. They don't want to do it, dude. And saying that they don't have time, get off your ass. Just go and walk for 30 minutes before work. You know what I mean? It's not hard. And if you can't, just change your diet. You know, get a professional chef. That's what I got. You do have a professional chef. I gotta say, I'm I'm envious. Every morning I wake up, I'm like, "What's Julie posting on that uh, Instagram <laughs> yeah. of hers?" Because I need to go see if I can maybe attempt half-assed versions of that for breakfast every <laughs> once in a while. Do every I get so many people asking me like, "What is it? How is it made?" And I'm like, "I have no idea, but it's good." No idea. Don't ask me anything. And you want some recipes? Contact Julie because I have no idea. She knows what I like. She knows what I don't like. She makes it happen. Every now and then she'll try and fool me and try and do some bullshit and put something in it. But my taste buds, are, you know, I got them legendary taste buds. But you know, she can't fool me like that. So when she tries to add and so you know add something and take something away or switch something around, your boy knows every single time. I'm like, the texture is off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, it doesn't taste right. You Just need to have her, uh, next time you guys make steaks, you need to have her marinate the steaks and break them down a little bit with some rumble time. We did some steaks and we took some, she does. does she do it that way? Oh, yeah. Dude, I, I can't, could not believe how good that was. It's dope. It's so dope. good. Yeah. Yeah. So anybody listening, y'all better step your game up and put that rumble time on, there, <laughs> on your steaks. <laughs> AJ, great catching up, man. Appreciate it, brother. It's so good to see you, man. We've got a, I think we're doing an Instagram live.